is my music. I am KJ, and I'm sitting here with my host, co-host. Uh, I don't know what we're what we're gonna define as who's who's more important and who's the co-host and who's not. Let's just say we're both the host. Does that work? Dual host. Dual host. Okay, so I am KJ. I am I am one of the dual hosts, and who and are I, you? I'm Scott. I'm also hosting with KJ here. We're uh, sitting on a nice evening, sort of early summer, and and trying to kick this thing off. My music. This is early summer. Yeah, May. I don't know. Is okay. it spring still? I don't know. It feels like summer. It's been pretty warm. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty warm. Um, but yeah, we're trying to kick this thing off. We're we're calling it my music. Why are we doing that? Uh, we're doing that because one, we spell it. M I because we're from Michigan and that is the premise of the show. We'll be talking to a lot of uh Michigan musicians. Um so yeah, that's that's why the show is called that. You wanna explain the premise a little bit? Well I think going down a little bit deeper, like my music certainly like in Michigan, but I think the fact that we're trying to like maybe establish oh I water sense of community, it's like our music, my music, right? Like we could call like all different bands, you know, from the seventies, like that's my band. Right. Or like, you know, even a band that's contemporary, like we kind of uh, associate ourselves and our personalities with, with the music that we right. like. But I think even like for me, the interesting thing is there's such a good local music scene in Grand Rapids here that I feel like this is our music, right? We're part of it. It's ours. It's mine. It's yours. Um, so that's another reason. It's it's in Michigan, but it's also yeah. the sense of ownership. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I think the thing that is just going to be a little bit of a different premise for us, like obviously we're going to talk to these musicians about their music. Like you can't help but to talk about it. It's called my music. But uh, we want to get a little bit deeper. We want to go into to crazy questions of the music. Like, um, you know, like it could be as simple as what what's, what's the best bass line? What's mm-hmm. the best bass line you've ever heard? And we're going to see where we go with that. Right. What What else can you think of? What else would you ask somebody, Scott? Yeah, man, you're putting on the spot, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, you know, for me, it, what's the best drum sound on an album, right? Or yeah. what's the best album closer? I mean, what's, beyond that, what's the best decade of what's music? What's the best second album from a band, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. the sophomore slump sometimes hits, but yeah. not every band does. So, you know, it's just a way to connect with um, other local musicians and get to know them better, get to know ourselves better. Um, get to know, you know, music in general better. Yeah. No, I think you covered it. I think you, no, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. We don't need to go into any more details. Like you gotta, you gotta wait. This is a preview. We should mention that by the way. This is an intro episode. This is just me and Scott here right now. We don't have any Michigan musicians with us right now. Well, you do. We're both Michigan musicians. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Uh, but we're just, we're going to, we're going to go down the rabbit hole and, and see where we go. So you're going to get a little preview of who we are and what we do, uh, just to give some background about us being musicians. So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, we both play Michigan, Michigan bands together, uh, KJ and the good time family band to, to be exact. Um, I don't really know if I need to go into more details about that. That's how Scott and I know each other. Yeah. You'll, you'll find out more about our relationship. Scott plays bass. I play guitar in the band. That's about, that's about all you need to know. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're local musicians. Um, we're also just music lovers, you know, we're, we're obsessed, you know, we have 
many conversations that go way too deep sometimes. Yeah. We have these <laughs> chat threads with all of our other obsessed music friends. And uh, we just dive so deep. And, uh, and we want to just share that with other people that we think probably dive just as deep. You know, musicians yeah. are that way. But even if you're not a musician, you're listening. Uh, I think there's hopefully going to be something that you get a lot out of this in terms of just the conversations and where they go, the, the left turns that are made. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, I, I guess that would be important to mention of how obsessive we are in music. So we should mention, yeah, like you said, we're in a group, we're in a group chat with other people who like music, talking about music all the time. Uh, Scott and I are always going off on side tangents. We both listen to all different types of podcasts about music. We collect vinyl records. I'm talking about like, we want to know who produced it. We want to know what year it was made, all that crazy stuff. So Obsessive Spotify. Yeah, obsessive you know, Spotify organization, organization. Yeah, yeah. The, the digital crate digging that you can do these days. Yeah. You yeah. know, trying to one-up each other, I feel like, sometimes. No, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when we're in that chat and somebody shares a song, it's like, is this song better than your song? I'm like, hey, man, I just put my song out there. Don't be texting the song right, right, right. after. You right. ain't listened to my song yet. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, we're just you're dipping our toes into this uh, new new format for us, this podcast. Um trying to create some type of record of our conversations, but bringing other people in. So it is going to be some type of interview theme, not yeah. theme, structure. Yeah. Structure, yeah. So we're going to be bringing on uh, a range of different local musicians from, uh, our, our goal is from uh, the widest range of genres as possible, um, the widest range of established groups as possible. Some people are just starting out, people that have been in the scene for a, a little bit longer, um, maybe even bringing in you know, people that in the production side of things. I would love that. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, you know, all the peripheries in the world that make the music world happen. Yeah, right? for sure. Um, so we're going to start small, you know, reach out to people that we, we have uh, immediate connections with and then letting that sort of web grow and grow and grow as this thing hopefully keeps rolling on. I think that's a good yeah, introduction. I think it's I good. Think that's a good way to get to, to know us and, and what we're about. Well, let's let's talk about this really quick. So yeah. this is the intro. It's the first cast, right? So we decided for this first one to talk about intros. So go for it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we're going to talk about intros. So I kind of, I, I brought this topic up because for me, I feel like that that first 10 seconds of a song is like so important sometimes. Sometimes it, it means nothing. I, I Sometimes I think, you know, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself here personally. Sometimes I feel like I put too much pressure on the first 10 seconds of the song. But um, for me, it's, it's important. So I want to talk about intros to songs. And I want to know, Scott, I, we'll start with you. Um, like, what makes a good intro for you? Like, when you hear it and it's going, what, what's making you think, like, okay, I, I want to see what's coming. I'm sticking with this. That's, I mean, for me, it's all contextual. Like, do I know the band? Is that the this is this is where it gets hard. It's right. funny. I was talking uh, with my wife about this, where it was like, is it different when you know the band? So let's say, for instance, if it's a, a I don't know, a Red Hot Chili Peppers or whatever, right? right? You know this band, you're invested, so they could kind of maybe have a trash intro where you're like, I'm gonna keep it on listening to it, right? As opposed you're to invested if, already, yeah. As opposed to if I send you something to say, Hey Scott, did you hear about this band called Dry Heat or whatever? And you turn it on, and it's like whack in the first three seconds you're like i don't know this band i don't want to invest any more time like so depending on if you know the band that's one part of it well so I guess. the one thing that just popped in my head and i'll go down it really quick it sort of splits the gap between a band i do know and a band i didn't know mm, okay and um gosh the name of the band's gonna kill me and like my music credit's just <laughs> gonna go down the, the the drain um the rage against the machine Soundgarden crossover audio slave audio slave thank yeah. you gosh 
um, their first song, Cochise. Is oh, that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. knew Rage Against the Machine, obviously, right? And I knew Soundgarden. But when I was, whatever, you know, 2000s when that album came out, yeah, yeah. that was their first single, I think. And uh, the first, you know, couple seconds of that song, it's like you hear uh, Tom Morello's guitar screeching, yeah, clattering away. Stuff, you hear yeah. these like sort of uh, very staccato drums kind of like creeping in. And it's so, just like gurgles so and growls. Were you brought in to oh, that? so brought in. Okay. But it's it's not a quick start. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just kind of grabbing and say, come on, this is like sort of a tub that you've been in before, but it's going to be something you've never heard of also. No. Because then you hear Chris Cornell just wailing over essentially Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. I think uh, the tease is important. The I tease. think that's one of the things. That's what like, that is. I, I love, uh, you know, one thing that I'm just thinking of like instantly just as an example is like uh, Lauren Hill's like doo-wop that thing. You know that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How those keys are just like plinking. It's just like, okay, all right, I'm bouncing. You get the like, bounce. Yeah, what's happening? You get the tempo. What's, yeah, what's going next? Yeah, so like that tease of right. just like. But the thing about that too, it's also like familiar. It's very like uh, doo-wop soul, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's like, it's something new, but like also uh, familiar. Yeah, maybe that's something too. Yeah, like familiarity. Like when you hear that line that you know, you're like, okay, like I, I could stick with this. I, I feel like if you think, I mean, it's funny, it's thinking of doo-wop. I mean, if you speak of like any 60s, like Motown, they all kind of have that kind of swing when they come in, you know, that, oh, yeah. Like they right, all right, kind of right. have that where you're like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. So maybe familiarity. Well, and you brought up something interesting is like establishing a tempo. Is that important? Because like that Audio Slave song doesn't. Right, it's yeah. not establishing the tempo really, because the song really gets rocking. Do you think genre matters then? Like, I mean, maybe it's important to know what genre you're about to be listening to. Maybe well, that that's makes a difference. Yeah, as well, I mean, too. this is the tangent on tangent on tangent cast right here yeah. because I mean that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, for me, I was thinking about this when when you were when you brought it up earlier, just trying to get my mind going. If it's a hip hop album, I'm way more on board for there to be some type of like um, skit kind of thing because that's sort of part of the genre. And it kind of establishes like the storytelling aspect of hip hop and rap. Very true. I mean, two examples I could think of are uh, very recently uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, like Good Kid Man City, or really any Kendrick Lamar. Right. I think 50 Cent, like uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, he had a lot of like those type of intro skits and things like that. So, like, I'm cool yeah. with that. It's I don't know if I'd necessarily call it like an intro. Are we talking yeah. intro songs or intros? Two songs. I'm, I'm thinking I'm talking about intros, two songs. Okay, so that like is disqualifies. Yeah, yeah. So it just yeah. made me think about that for a second, though. Yeah. Some songs have them. Yeah, some songs have that. Yeah, so I guess we should specify that. Yeah, I'm not talking about like an intro into well, a song. I'm talking about like the intro of a song. We could also like bridge away from like intro to song and intro to album. Yeah. Because some albums start that way. Yeah. Right. They do. Yeah. Um, I mean, we haven't, our latest album has an intro to yeah. sort of establish some type of mood, some type of headspace. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about intros like for the album? That well, let's don't come really... back to that. Let's talk about intros okay. of songs. Intros of songs. Yeah, okay, yeah. we'll so, see with that for now. Here's a track. You know, you don't know the band. They're from wherever, yeah. right? What What for you? You don't know it. You don't know the genre. You, you might know the band name. It's, I mean, let's take our, our group chat that we're in where right, most right. of the time, you know, the guys are sending songs. I would say personally, I am that guy where, you know, I'll turn it on and like, if it's like 20, 30 seconds and I'm like in the middle of already listening to something, mm-hmm. but I started that and it's not good. I'm just like, nah, I don't got time for this. I'll come back later or something. Um, 
Even but album yeah. covers, it's sort of album intro covers, in a way. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, when you see it pop up in the chat, like, mm, I already know I'm not probably going to one which is probably bad to do. Like, yeah. that's not really don't keeping judge it open, the book by the cover mind. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like to do that. that. The covers are a whole different thing, that's so let's not even thing. go there. We might have to have just a conversation yeah, about that. Yeah, we, we should do covers someday. Um, but, yeah, like, um, that song, if you don't know the band... It's got to do something to get you. I think my my two things too, just like, and I should I should mention that I'm a huge like funk uh, and and rock lover more so than anything. Like I'm not gonna sit here in front and act like you know I'm super heavy into metal or right. country music or anything like that. I, I like some of those songs or I mean albums and artists and things like that, but. Funk rock is definitely where it's at for me. So what I'm thinking of is just like when I hear like a phasey guitar or something, I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. Like especially when it's just the guitar, right. the chords are like cool and it's right. phased out. I'm like, I'm ready. Like what's where, when, let me hear them drums kick in. Let me hear the bass, whatever. And then um, so uh, do you like that like staggered build intro? It's like start with the guitar, that brings in the drums. Yeah, brings in. You're the right. Room. I always love the staggered build. Like if I just hear a bass line coming, it's like boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, all right, we in. And if you hear the drums, like the drums. Kick in, yeah, locks up. Yeah, you're like, okay, what's coming? And, and then um, concurrently, though, I would say what messes that up is like when that when it's staggering, right, and it's building up, and you getting everything, and the singer comes in, and the singer is just <laughs> like bad. Kid, yeah. And I'm not talking about like bad in a sense because like, like doesn't I, fit the music. Yeah, what you're hearing it, in your head, you're exactly. Like, I hope yeah. it's good. I hope <laughs> exactly like doesn't fit. Like not the fact that they're necessarily a bad singer, but it just like doesn't fit the vibe right, or whatever right, the right. song is. Um, I've been there before. I was listening to something the other day. I was just sort of just doing that like Spotify crate digging. Found this cool song, and I was like starting off super good. Did exactly what you said. Guitar was in, you know, some type of effect. Bass and drums came in. I'm like, okay, this is great. I hear, I'm like, please don't be bad. <laughs> vocals, horrible. It is. Horrible vocals. Horrible. Oh, it's always the vocals. You know, that's a that's a big key for for the intro, man. And it's so um, subjective. Like what we always talk about, it, like you, you always rag on me for not liking certain types of vocals. <laughs> and it's true. It's like there's just it's yeah yeah i would say you don't like and and you could correct me if i'm wrong on this but you don't like like the the croony like r&b like train singers oh no i don't like trains no that's what that is like r&b is all yeah i mean no disrespect because i know some people out here might like train but right right nah man when he can like hey souls like anything like that is just like no well for me it's maybe more like context like if it's like adele or something i don't know i bring up adele (laughs) (laughs) but like it's in that place i'm expecting to hear it right, pop right. music, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's cool. Put it there. I don't know if necessarily want to hear it like on rock music though. It just seems antithetical to like rock, like the ethos of rock. Yeah. So you hear something it's like, but then you have like a Freddie Mercury or you have like, I don't know. There's no perfect equation. Right. Um, I'm not sure you could say Freddie Mercury was a train singer. He sounds like it though. <laughs> he can be at, at certain times, yeah. He's yeah. got some pipe. The Queen discography. Or like an Elton John. I mean, there's plenty of like awesome train singers in the rock genre what oh here's one that i wanted to ask you like is an introduction like even important in music like can you just jump into the song you know you don't i don't know if you well you don't listen to like a lot of rap music but are you familiar with uh the baby no no um so he's like a pretty famous rapper right now but like his thing is like there's no 
he, he don't wait for the beat. Like, you know, most rappers, like, doom, doom, boom. He you just know, he, in. he just jump in. Billboard, baby, do a leap and make him dance when it So, like, the, the song literally sounding like, just the song stars and he's rapping. That's cool. Uh, which is crazy. That's yeah, like, like strap in. I know. It's just like, he, he, like, jumps in with energy, too, you know? And, like, that's cool. Yeah. He's like, I got no time to waste. Yeah, yeah. And his beat's always banging, of course. That's cool. Production wise. So. Well, I was going to say yeah. really quick, jump in. Because we were sort of jumping around genres, and I think it's important just like for the li- the listeners out there, it's like Cage and I, I think cover pretty wa- pretty much all the genres. Yeah, pretty much you combined know, together. We you obviously all, yeah. way more in the hip hop scene than I am, but I feel like I can cover like the the country, and folk, and bluegrass side of things maybe a little bit yeah. more. Um, we have a lot of crossover in jazz and, and funk yeah. and rock, um, but yeah, for me, metal. You know, so I think this will be helpful for us as we, you know, have more conversations with more people that yeah. we, I think, cover pretty much all the bases. Yeah, we didn't mention that in the introduction, but I think this is kind of like a, a thing for me, too, man, to just like get some context around some of those things that I might be missing or right. might not know about. And somebody mentions it where I'm just like, hmm, what's that about? And that, right, which right. is like how I discover a lot of music. I discover a lot of my music through <laughs> hip hop samples. I mean, growing up, I feel like like right. that's how I f- found a lot of music. And But nowadays it's really just like I hear or overhear a conversation or somebody talking about something or kicking it with a friend or talking to you or whatever. Like that's how I really get put onto a lot of new stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me go back quickly to the, the the album that you've never heard before by a band you've never heard before. For me, if it starts off slow, it's already a little bit of a red flag. Now, what do you mean by slow? Um, if it starts out sort of like ethereal, it's kind of meandering, it's kind of establishing an atmosphere. If that's early in the album, for me, you got to watch out. Early in the album or early in the song? Well, if, again, where that song is within okay. the album, All right. right? This is let's say yeah. this is track one. Yeah, right. Maybe and later. Starting out slow already. And again, there's so many different qualifiers because yeah. if I give you one song by a band, yeah. right, not a whole album, just one song, they're single, right? Yeah. If it starts off like atmospheric and slow, it's already been a little bit of red flag. Because can I tell you one time where I had that? Well, let me just let me just show you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, because I just want to be grabbed. No, yeah. Right. I just want to be, you know, get me to this thing pretty quickly because. You know, there's so much music out there. There's so much established music out there. There's music that we have histories that was made long time ago, right? right? So you're trying to compete for that attention. So I think for anybody that's putting singles out, you know, which is all pretty much all new music, right? Right, right. Like yeah, really people don't to make grasp albums somebody. anymore. <laughs> but as soon as I say that stuff, it's like we've definitely been guilty of doing like opposite of those things. So. I don't know. Maybe I need to take my own advice. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking uh, just in my head when you said that um, the Wolfpack latest album, uh, Joy Music. You know what I'm talking about? I haven't. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh man, the song that was track ten was by a different band called Earthquake Light. They bought track ten. Jack sold track ten on eBay for people to do whatever they want with or whatever. So this band decided to put their song in there. From the beginning. Instantly, you know, obviously I'm excited. I'm like, what's this going to be? Who's this band? It came in hella slow. Strings, like violent right. strings. strings. I was atmosphere. like, oh, damn, bro. Come I was on. like, come on, man. Like, this is a Wolfpack album. Like, you can't be coming on here with some right, strings, right. man. Like, what is this? But I ended up like, loving it. So are spiritual singers. Yeah, like, and, and it was. <laughs> like, the guy's voice. The song is very, and, it, and really, it never really, it picked up. Obviously, the strings intensified and, the, you know, stuff got added. But it was still, like, a softer song, you know. Right. I thought I was going to absolutely, like, hate it based off of the intro. But when I stuck 
fuck with it. It was it was pretty it's good. A, yeah, that's the thing is like any song can pay you off, right? So yeah. the intro is sort of whatever. But with like our Is it though? It depends on the listener. Like how much time is the listener willing to invest I think, in you? I think that's really what it comes down to. Because you obviously were willing to invest in this song because And I think that's because it was the last track on the album right. and I'd already been listening through the whole album. True. I think we should mention too that me That's and, what I was saying, like placement within the album is yeah, important. That is very true. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. I I mean I guess we should mention, you know, like me and you actually do listen to full albums oh, definitely. a lot of times. Yeah. Like I listen front side, back side. That's my ideal. Same. That's my ideal listening too. And I know a lot of people don't listen to music like that that kind of jump around and skip tracks so yeah we listen to full albums so uh it makes sense to think about like where in the track list that song is coming in right at, right where, yeah yeah that is, that's a good point yeah i mean so another thing i was bringing up i think i brought up earlier was genre you know uh a metal song like i like when it just kind of jumps right in um you know, i guess metal is like a very like blanket <laughs> statement because like there's some really great like doom. Yeah, like okay so if somebody comes in with like a double kick drum like you're invested like you're in it well like thrash i want to like be thrashed like immediately thrash is like heavy it's fast think megadeth think metallica right like doom metal though like bands like paul bear uh wind hand you know that's like it's it's prodding it's slow it's like creeping on you um this is one track by wind hand that's just like thing that's growing like this cloud of doom that's like coming at you and you just get blasted in the space by like the slow but like heavy drum fill and it just hits you over the head like in the song so like doom metal can like be a little bit more prolonged in its intro i don't know like every genre has got different things i think that people want to hit you quickly hmm. yeah that's a good point i was listening to you know i feel like a lot of songs too instead of an intro they just use their their chorus mm -hmm. um i was right, listening right. to this song called uh i told you you shall die which is actually a, a little bit heavier than a lot of stuff that i listen to but i did get it. it's by a band called here lies man um but it was off a new album they released this year and um it's just like a guitar comes in like well well and then they go into that ah right and it just goes into it's the like chorus. a melody so it's, line that just hits you yeah so it's almost like there was really no intro but i heard the main guitar line and just hearing that guitar riff by itself that well ah, and then they jumped into the song so sometimes i think like something quick and efficient just like just hit him with the hook hit him with the hook yeah but i think also just hit him with like a two three second riff well right and then go into it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when I hear that and just get hit, it's like, I don't have a choice. I'm in the song now. You well, know? that's what we do with Come On, Get Down. With exactly. With our latest album. Is like, yep. And I don't think it was a conscious decision, but oh, I yeah. think it, it worked out that we just like, the, the first thing you hear, the guitar line, it's the hook. And, and it's by itself. So it's like, da -da -da -da, right. da -da -da, and then boom, 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 boom. Right. And like you're in it, it's like you didn't have a choice. Like you thought you were gonna get a chance to fill it out, but you didn't get a chance to fill it out. So I think that's really effective too when intros kind of do that. So that's just like okay. So like if we can establish some type of organization, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like grab them by the hook, right? Yeah. Grab them by the grab like by the grab by the <laughs> grab by the like the expectation of genre maybe. Yeah. Right? So you were talking about like funk, right? So there better be some type of like really funky drum. Funky guitar. Funky, funky gu Some affected guitar. Some like a wah-wah guitar or like some cool bass line, right? So yeah. it's get them by the genre. Get them yeah, by the tempo. tempo. Yeah, get them by the right? tempo. Yeah. Or a build-up, right? Build so you're up. establishing like an energy that's sort of growing, growing, and growing. When we're saying build-up, are we talking about like, you know, like the tempo, like building up? Or are we talking about more so layering? 
Um, well, that's another thing. That's another, like, I would say a qualification is, like, you can just bring in the layers. Like, I think of uh, Daft Punk's Around the World. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Perfect. like, yeah. It's, yeah. it just keeps building and building, and you're, like, already, I mean. You're already grooving. You're already grooving. Right, right. You're already grooving, essentially, to the, yeah, yeah. I think it's so funny. I heard a guy. I was looking. Uh, I don't. I remember what drum machine that I had. But this guy was talking about when I had this drum machine. I knew it was the real deal because I was setting up for a gig and I turned on the drum machine and like totally didn't know it was running through the PA. And I turned around and looked like getting ready to play my guitar and everybody was already dancing. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess I don't have guess to play I'm there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like you know, if something's like catchy enough to grab you if the people are already grooving it's like great now i want to play guitar and sing over this and like you're already in it and so like hopefully i'm gonna add to it and so yeah i think having that groove right away is like what could really drive right people right in. yeah so i think it's good i'm um, going back to like the lauren hill like maybe grab them by the um familiarity familiarity about that. for yeah. sure for yeah. sure um i was also gonna say like i know i like kind of mentioned how like maybe atmosphere could be like a negative, but I think atmosphere, like establishing the the vibe. I was thinking of um, 50 ways to leave your lover. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, there's something to that drum beat that's like, I don't know. It's kind of settling me in for something that's not like fast paced. It's just kind of like, yeah, that, bubbling along that man, drum that's, that's so great. great yeah and then the guitar comes in with just a you're like okay like you're waiting what does it it starts with the drums right yeah if i'm not like, mistaken yeah it's like you're already kind of bouncing with it but then yes, the guitar brings in the guitar like yeah it's like whoa what's what's going on right. it's like that song is a mind trip man for an intro right, because right. you're just waiting and then even when the verse comes in it's like you hear the singing and you're like okay the singing is good here's another layer it's like where's the payoff coming and then by the time that hook hits you you're right. like oh, then you get man. to like kind of disco in a way yeah like, with the hook. yeah yep so man that song does a great job to like i feel like yeah that's how you do an intro right establish there. mood maybe not atmosphere but like mood yeah yeah you gotta have something catchy though that's the thing though too it's like that drum beat yeah man, it's so groovy it's a hook where, itself yeah, it's a hook in itself almost you know i mean like not to pat ourselves on the back but we talked about come on get down where right that guitar line is kind of uh percussive in a way you know what I mean? Where you could kind of be like, you know, nodding your head to it or grooving or doing something before everything else kicks in. So what about a bluegrass song? Like what? For me, bluegrass, some of my favorite bluegrass, it just jumps in. It's like, I want to hear, you know, probably some, that, that, that double bass going back and forth, the banjo, you know, finger picking. And then you, you know, the vocals, they, they kick in pretty quick. You know, I think it's an important thing is like, depending on genre, like when do the vocals kick in? You know, if it has vocals, um, they should come in pretty quick sometimes, you know, um, because that's what people, if there's going to be vocals, that's what people are going to hang their themselves on. You know, um, they connect with the human voice. So that should come in pretty quick. Yeah. You know, I always like after an intro to when there's like a, like a break, like there's a different part before they go into the main part. Um, like I'm thinking of like Jimmy Bohorn, like the let's yeah, do yeah. it. It's like doom 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 doom. But before everything goes in, it's like doom 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 doom. 
It's a descending line yeah, that kind of just drops exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so maybe like a descending line. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I can't think that's of That's like other a trope song. of like funk music. Exactly, yeah. Maybe it's just like funk music that I'm thinking of. And I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But yes, that descending line. Like, so if you have a good intro and then you have like that descending line and then you jump into the song, it's like so impactful. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like other like really big songs. Like you have like My Hero, Foo Fighters, that just like <laughs> oh, hits you with about like. Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. I don't even know how that song starts. <laughs> you can. Yeah, do. I don't know how it starts. I no. mean, you have like My Hero with Dave Grohl on the drums. Yeah, yeah. And that just like grabs you in. It's I like, mean, that's I like mean, speaking hook. of just Dave Grohl, Nirvana like smells like Teen Spirit. Like, dun, 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 dun. Percussive. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's percussive. You know, it's a guitar, but it's just so percussive. You can't help but to be like. It establishes the tempo, establishes like the vibe, you know, establishes the genre really quick. This this is interesting. I'm thinking of we just keep talking about genre, but you know, the, like we said, we mentioned we both have jazz. Like we love jazz. I would say we both love jazz. What does a jazz intro establish? Is that even important in jazz? I think so. I like, think jazz a lot of times, just thinking of, and I mean, I could be totally wrong. Like uh, Sonny Rollins, like you don't know what love is. He kind of has that example of like what I talked about that Hair Lies Man song and that one where he's like, <laughs> And then right. they, like go into the song. Right. Like I feel like a lot of jazz like has like some type of intro where it's like Well you're just you establishing know. the melodic yeah, phrase. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like establishing the phrase are I mean Because then they're gonna be improvising upon it and then going away and then coming back probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um I'm thinking like uh my favorite things by like John Coltrane. You right. know, it's like kind of that doo doo where you're like what's yeah because then you got the a to the b yeah and then it like kind of comes in so i feel like jazz intros are always like probably because they're already 15 minute songs long they're like let's get into this let's let's give you a little taste and then let's go into it yeah you know the funny thing with jazz and this is like maybe a different topic for me what captures my attention is the um production and recording quality oh so recording quality for jazz, i was gonna like talk about if, that um one of my favorite jazz albums is uh, give up by the bad plus it was recorded uh, produced and recorded by chad blake and he's oh, just got such a one. good uh, ear i was gonna say eye. <laughs> probably eyes too for like plugins. <laughs> but for like um doing some like off kilter things for like production for jazz like putting a little bit of distortion on bass like really miking up the drum kit in a really fascinating way and that like tickles my ears i can immediately pick that up on the first couple notes of a song yeah and that like hooks me in right and i think that's probably for any genre but especially for jazz because i know it's i'm gonna be in it for like the longer listen i'm not expecting to be like hooked immediately yeah by like the musical qualities but right like i'm gonna be hooked in for the production qualities yeah i think that's a that's a key point i, I was literally going to say and i totally forgot when like what turns me off if i if i hear an intro and like it sounds like it got recorded in a phone booth in the 1920s right. like um I'm out unless like that song was recorded in 1920s unless it was right. like some Ornette Coleman I don't know what genre is he from the 20s or the 50s nah, oh I'm thinking kid. of Coleman Hawkins yeah, I'm sorry yeah, yeah. Coleman Hawkins is what right. I'm thinking of Um, he's like 1920s body you're thinking song. like any old blues yeah or, anything yeah. like that where like yeah in the time frames from Robert Johnson like yeah it sounds like it was recorded in that because it was but if you giving me a song and like 2020 and it sounds and i turn it on and recording quality sounds like it's recording right. a paper bag i'm like i'm I'll, i won't even give it a but chance sometimes there's like a band that will do that and like 20 seconds in it'll like just go it'll full switch fidelity yeah yeah which it, is like it, but you i feel like, like a, you could tell though you could tell when like they're it's doing that for effect yeah. yeah or if it's just like this is going to be the recording quality right like this whole yeah, I mean, track yeah yeah if the recording quality is not great 
that's immediate turnoff. And that's probably for like the local bands. And I'm not saying our music's perfect by any stretch. We have yeah, a lot no, of growing yeah. to do also. But like if the recording quality is bad, it's like noticeably bad. Yeah. Like then, yeah, it's a turn it's, off. Yeah. It's like, I don't even want to invest any more time. Right. <laughs> and I think to today, way, but... like, and, and there's definitely like, you know, opportunity for growth for any band. But today there's so much opportunity to like learn how to do some of these simple things, you know, inside of a computer and get some decent recording. Like if a band can't do that, like at least a decent recording, I'm like already turned off. Even the songs are great. I'm trying to think of what else. Like, I'm tr- oh, another song that I thought about, like off the top of my head is the, uh, I'm not sure what it's called, the Da 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 song. I mean, it's been used in like all sorts of commercials, right? Da 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 Or Volkswagen commercials, like Da Da Da. <laughs> Do you know that song? I don't know what you're you talking about. You know that song. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I probably know it if I heard it. I probably don't know you from It just starts it. out with like a little like two-tone <laughs> blip uh-huh. like a drum machine. And just it just establishes uh-huh. like a, it's, it's lighthearted, it's yeah. playful. I mean, I think it's why like a lot of commercials have used it. I shouldn't say a lot. Like it was like a Volkswagen like ad campaign. And things like that, like little um, sonic... It's like, uh, yeah, sonic hooks, and we've already talked about that. But we've talked about more like melodic hooks, but like just little affectations of a song that just like kind of grab you and in, in, like endear you to it. It's like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'll keep going. I think, yeah, I think that's the other thing with the intro is like, if you're not going to grab them by the hook, um, then I think you got to do something interesting. Right. Um, right. Man, it's so hard to not. I want to say this too before we continue on because I feel like people are like, oh, our band, our band. I'm no, not no, saying no. that in like a, a jerky way or but like I think to we try have to like us, but like, on ourselves. Yeah, you have, to, you have to have some type of. We have context around that because it makes sense to us too, right? So I was just about to say needle drop. To me, like that's one that's interesting where it's just like as soon as it comes on, you're like, you're like, right. oh, distorted bass is going on here. This guitar is like, it's like kind of dark. Same. Yeah, it's like kind of dark. It's like. interesting thing where it's like i want to know and then especially when jason comes with the drums it's like boom right you're like okay where's this song like that song has a great build up and and the interesting type thing to keep you in there about that you know mm-hmm. when we were kind of making that yeah that song um, didn't have an intro really until we kind of like worked it out yeah. like how can we build into this verse kind of thing yeah. yeah i think that was like atmosphere mood vibe you know also like trying to provide a little bit of a left turn which i think is like an intro can do that yeah you know that can, is a good call like an intro could be totally different right. from the actual song once it kicks in right. and i think that's interesting too i think that's what, what i also like sometimes right right well, let's talk about this really quick before we wrap up. Just like albums that have the best intro songs. Like not we didn't talk about albums so much, and I think we can definitely something to talk yeah. about longer at a different point, but like um it's funny, you know, talking about tin tin can like sounding things or whatever. Um power of equality, um Blood Sugar Sex yeah. Magic kind of comes in with that where it sounds like, like real you know, thin guitar. Yeah, like the real thin guitar and it sounds like very low. Right. You know, and you're just saying, wah, 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 right, right. and it's just guitar, and you're just like, okay, what's gonna happen? And then it pauses. Right. And then you're into Full the fidelity. song. This is kind of like yeah. that thing where I was telling you about, like, the kind of like the descending thing. You know, that, that guitar intro is interesting enough where it's like, okay, why does it sound like so out there? Like, why does it sound like it's behind me? And, right, like, right. you know, why is it just so, like, Right. You know, going on and on, and then you just get hit. Like, by the time you're thinking of all the questions, it's just like you're in the song. You didn't even right. have a chance, you know? 
you know, it's just, I don't know, just like different intros to songs are like kicking in. It's like all like pop songs, but like, did you ever, you know, the song Dope Show by Marilyn Manson? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It starts yeah. off with this like real screechy, like almost like siren-y kind of thing. It's like, wow, Yeah. And not, that's not right. But then it hits you, like just drops the bass line in. And it's, that's kind of cool, like as a way to like, it's a siren essentially. Yeah, it yeah, kind yeah. Of just captures, it's like, it's like wakes you up. Wakes you up. Right. That's the that's the first track on the album. I don't know if it's. A, I haven't listened to the album forever. It's not a siren, but it's got like this like. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Modulated kind of thing. Yeah. And that just kind of hits you into the drum. Um, you know what? I, I think know. that's kind of a cool way just to like wake you up. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm gonna go in the opposite direction here and like not talking about a song that doesn't really wake you up, but a song that just kind of like. The intro actually stays, I think, is uh, Alice Cooper's Only Women Bleed. Have you ever heard that? I don't know that one. Oh, man, it's a great one. Uh, I think it's on Welcome to My Nightmare, but I think it's like kind of his rebuttal to critics saying like he couldn't make a ballad song. He was just like a hard rock guy. Just a, a, a beautiful song about like how women just go through so much shit, you know, um, and the, the guitar is just beautiful. You know, just like I'm, I'm in. Like as soon as it hits, and it doesn't really change. He just starts singing like after it goes through like a full four bars, and yeah. like everything else doesn't kick in until later. So I do like sometimes when there's just a beautiful intro. Like I, I do just like a beautiful guitar part or like a, a beautiful key part or something. And even if somebody comes in singing and they fit that vibe of it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm in there. Like take me away, give me to the, the verse or the chorus or wherever you go. Right, at. right, yeah. right. I think that's cool. It's it's only where my mind's been lately, but um, uh, the Blue Album Weezer. You're just starting with like an awesome guitar part, acoustic yeah. guitar part. My name is Jonas. Like, oh, just yeah. like, yeah, again, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. like grabs you in. Yeah. Um, trying to think what I've been listening to lately. It's tough. I mean, there's so much good stuff out there. Yeah. I think um, Kendrick Lamar, I keep coming back to Kendrick, yeah. but um, Good Kid, Mad City, man, they're like, it, first of all, it's like a, a tape deck thing. Like, I come to you as center. Yeah, that's so, a cool way. The tape deck like, is always like, like a little thing. sonic. Like I was saying with Marilyn Manson, it's just like a little sonic yeah. effect to like click you in. Like. Yeah, it's just like this psychedelic sound where I can't even explain it. First of all, it's like kind of people singing and it's like, Ooh, right, 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 right. You know, and it's like, what is hap what is about to happen on this album? And he's like, it, it sets the tone. Like it, the Good Kid, Mad City is just like a whole day of him, and it, it's so it's such a great album, man. That's cool. You know, his That's parents cool. are in it and stuff. Like interludes is, but that sets the tone for the album. Where it's like some shit is gonna happen to this kid on this. Right day before you even know the album before you even know the album it's just like, like something about this like is some, establishing some bad shit is gonna yeah, happen yeah. by the end of this album or just like it's un, it's like hey i'm gonna go down this journey yeah you know that, that's what it is yeah it's like you're about to go down on a, on a journey right, here right. yeah and, and i think that's a cool thing if an album can do that is um you know especially since we're talking about like the intro track if it can just like say hey i don't want you just to go to a different album after you hear this song right i want you yeah. to strap in and, and come with me for a little bit you know give me 40 minutes of your attention whatever because i'm gonna give you a ride and i think that's so much harder to do these days because like we said most people kind of skip around music so much they yeah. don't listen to a full album um so i'm not sure how like valid that is anymore and maybe music will continue to change away from it i don't know but I think it's something you and I care a lot about is establishing some type of like, hey, this is a story I'm going to tell you here, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, we just, again, bringing up our own music, but we just did that with our own recent album. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, 
you know, in terms of like quality, but that's, that's something we wanted to do. And I think we met our intentions by having like this, like intro that was meant to sort of wake you up into the sonic world that we were trying to establish, yeah, yeah, like the storytelling sure. world that we were trying to create. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think if you're trying to have an album that's going to be like storytelling or something like that, like that, that first song has to set the cadence and not only the first tone, but the intro, you know, right, right. Like what, if you're hearing that spacey guitar, if you're hearing some funky bass line, whatever, if that's the first song on the album, like you better come with it on that intro to keep me interested at right. least, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All good stuff, man. There's so much we could talk about. I know. We could go on forever. This is just like, like I said, we just filled up the bathwater. We're just getting our toes in, you know. It was like we're just trying to figure this thing out. Um, but I think this is the type of conversation I think that we want to have with musicians and other people in the music world in Grand Rapids or West Michigan um, and try to really just keep it local and have these deep dives and just let the conversation go where we want it to go. Yeah. What I want to do with every episode at the end of it is I want to ask uh, the the guest musician, and obviously we're, we're the guest musicians right now, so right, just right. us two, um, like if, if their band's music or their individual music was a blank what would it be? And we're going to have a different blank every okay. time. So, um, what's the blank for this week? That's, that's what I'm going to do. Let's see here. I'm going to go, I, I drop no, it down. Are we saying you. our music that we make? We're going to say music? our music that we make. We're talking about our music. So when we talk about my music in this section, it's your own personal music. So it's the music, KJ, I think good time. Family it's fan, yeah. It's the, so it's, it's like whoever answers first is going to like establish. Not necessarily. Okay. I, might, I might think something different. Okay. Okay. Let's go. I with, hope so. I hope um, so. If, if our band's music, was was a shoe brand uh okay. what shoe brand would it be that's a good one <laughs> i have to cut this one because i have to think about it for a second a shoe brand huh it's going to be definitely something athletic okay right to begin with yeah. like it's not gonna be for me i don't think it's anything that's like leather or like dress formal kind nah. of thing it's not a cowboy boot for sure no for sure it's gonna be comfortable it's probably gonna be like have some type of flash to it like a little flashy, not super flashy, not like, oh my gosh, what's that person wearing flashy, but like, <laughs> that guy's got some style, right? Yeah. I'm just like, more just trying to describe to you. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, like an ASIC maybe. That's like, so funny. Like, you know uh, what I was going to say? The, tie, the tiger's was, like too hip though. Like no. We're not too hip. We're kind of, no. we're not hip. I'm going to say New Balances. See, but New Balances like are kind of pop. Okay, go with your Asics. You, you explain. But no, Asics you, are too like they're too hipsterish, and I don't think we're a very hipster like band. Yeah. We're like kind of I don't know. I, I think you know there's a cool factor to our band, but I don't think we fit into like what cool music is right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, funk rock is not necessarily cool. We're yeah. not you know indie rock or anything like that. We're punk rock. So I don't know. Like I don't think we can be Asics. I think maybe New Balance, but like New Balance is like too like it's too like every every guy kind of thing and i don't think we fit like every guy music all right i'm gonna make my case here okay go for all it. all right so new balances at least with i don't know gen z or millenn- i don't freaking know man right, i don't right. know what the generations are but um like before you used to get roasted for wearing new balance that was like people would make memes of like my dad wears new balances with his right, jean right. shorts which scott is wearing right now that nobody could see but i had to call you out on that <laughs> Well, I got a new. Oh, we talking about no, jean, jean shorts. shorts. Yeah, I got jean so, shorts. So you know, like New Balances were like de- jean shorts with dads. Now 
they're becoming like popular, right. like the true. kids, you know. But like my dad still wears New Balances when he's cutting the grass. That's true. But then I see somebody like Elliot, who's in our band, who's super swaggy and wearing like these pink and like cool looking New Balances. Was like, what the hell are these? These ain't New Balances. That's true. Um, I like that. Yeah, where like we fit, like we don't really fit into anything. It's like old people kind of like us, kids kind of like okay. us. You okay. know what I mean? You thought this it's, one out? No, I literally <laughs> just thought of this as you. I see where you're going with it. No, yeah, where it's just kind of like we don't we don't really know where we fit in. So Sometimes, yeah, we could be super cool, you know, like we could be right, the cool right. new balances, the pink lines and like we could also be like them. the grass stained. We could like. also be the grass stained ones sometimes, you know what I right, mean? Right. Like we're, we're first of all, like and they're like, comfortable either way. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly what I was about to say. Make them either yours. way you make them work and they're comfortable. Cool. And that's what it's about, where it's like they can fit into any setting. Um, so, yeah, I would I, feel I like, like our, our brand of shoe would be a new balance. I like that. I yeah. guess if I was to change Asics, I would go to like Adidas just because like the '90s Adidas quality. Is gonna, yeah, you know, Adidas like, is gonna be my second choice. You know, I think there's like a '90s quality to our band just because of the, like the influences that we have. So yeah, but I, I think I like where you went with New Balance. That's a good answer. I was a little bit on the fence, but then you kind of spilled it out and like yeah. Yeah, and I think just the variety of New Balances too. Of like, right. you could have those plain white New Balances that are so goddamn ugly, <laughs> but then you could also have those New Balances that are like super cool and athletic and like look cool for track right, right, right. which is just like yeah the variety in between of what you're gonna get which is very much like us like are you gonna get like a love song like quarter past four and love me babe or are you gonna get like some crazy political stuff right or are you just gonna get some goofy stuff it's just like you know the you shoe for all things. occasions the shoe for all occasions there you go i've definitely seen people <laughs> where like the black new balance is like working like catering yeah, exactly you know they have yeah. to be like more formal but they also want to be like comfortable <laughs> yeah and they work for that though you know and then you see like the cool kids wearing them out and about you know right, with right. Their, with their cool that's cool outfits. okay I'm down for that. That's, yeah, great. Yeah, That's yeah. a good question, and uh, it provides thoughtful answers. Yeah, so when when people come on here, we're going to ask them, you know, whatever it may be there. We're going right. to fill in the blank. It That's won't good. Be, shoe is done, so Shoe's we got to remember this. I'm sure we, we'll come back to it because there's only so many things. But. Yeah, no, we're not coming. Dude, there's a billion That's things true. we could literally say. <laughs> what color wallpaint oh, <laughs> is your music? All right. Well, so like our goal, yeah. um, just to kind of wrap this up, our goal is to keep these um, as short as we can. Um, but I think our goal as we move forward is to keep it around the 45-minute mark. But just because I know everybody has like a different attention span when it comes to podcasts and we don't want to be rambling on too much True. we want there to be room for rambling and navel gazing but also trying to keep it tight and concise Word. get in get out so um yeah the first maiden voyage of uh my music yeah, yeah. this is it this is it we did it we did it didn't done did it cool um we hope that everybody is is along for the ride and we will uh, see you on the other episode yeah appreciate y'all